ever felt frustrated and helpless after listening and doing everything your vet told you to do, but it only made your sick pet worse and not get any better? That's me in 2008 with my first adopted cat, Meow. I did everything the vet told me to do and I realised she wasn't getting any better and only worse. So I decided to look into alternative health options and was drawn to the stories of holistic pet service entrepreneurs and their transformative journey, overcoming obstacles, chasing their passion and creating a movement that has caused a ripple effect of positive change in the lives of their clients and pets around the world. Join me as I share the raw, inspiring journeys of these amazing entrepreneurs, their successes and failures. My name is Amrys Wang and this is The Raw Entrepreneur. I just want to thank you for your, for your work. Um, you know, as usual, I love your products so much. Um, whenever I can, I will, you know, um, always purchase this. I'm actually waiting for your, for your, um, the, 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 the kitty poop. <laughs> I know the kitty poop, it's been so hard. We've really, it's been struggling to have healthy donors and, um, mm. but we're working on it. We're, it's going to get better soon. Um, it's been a rough couple months for sure. And we hated to like have to exclude it from like sales because mm, it, we don't have enough. Yeah, no, no, I understand. And, and like if we have a sale, people stock up on it and we're like, but there are people who need it and they can't get it. So yeah. it's not really that we don't want to give cat people discounts. We just don't, we need to, we have so little, we want to make sure everyone gets some. Yeah, no, I, no, I completely understand. Um, you know, I think in a way it's good. It just means that there's more demand for your product since, you know, yeah, I think I think that's a good sign in 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 a in, in a way, you know, that um there's more um awareness of animal biome. Um especially I think this past year, um so much more has been happening. I think even for on your side, because I've been, you know, following your newsletters and stuff. So I was like thinking, yeah, you know, it's time for an update and and just um yeah, just just to see you again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love talking to you so much. And so, yeah, it's been, it, I feel like we probably haven't talked since COVID or it was like right around this, all, like the start of all this insanity. Mm, yeah. Um, that was the last time we really got to talk. It's been a, you know, busy like past year and a half, I think just in general, like trying to keep things going with, um, you know, like we had to fight for swabs for our testing kits and like, oh. you know, supplies and um, figure out how to order things. Um, and just make sure that we could keep things going. And then, but now I feel like we've figured some of that out and we just stockpile more, more of our lab supplies. And, um, and we have, I think we're doing pretty well with, with keeping like dog material, but the cat material has been a bit harder. I think some of the you know, cats get coronavirus. And so we lose some of them, the donors for that. It's feline coronavirus is a problem for cats, but, um, you know, an FIP, Mm. Um, and I was actually recently reading up on that and, you know, FIP, it was first identified in cats in like 1962 and like, we could absolutely have a vaccine for them, but it's just, nobody cares enough to spend the money to develop a vaccine for them, but we really should make that happen. Um, it's, it's a terrible, terrible disease for them anyway, but we, uh, 
no, things are things are going really well. We raised funding last spring, uh, and we're um, people continue to want to really have their pets have healthy microbiomes, and um, and so now we actually have like people who know how to talk to people, doing more <laughs> communication instead of just having it be scientists like me. Mm. Yeah, but you know, I think um, when I when I first interviewed you that was really like in the beginning of probably when when did I launch my podcast 7 of May 2020 yeah but I interviewed you so 2020 yeah so when I interviewed you was early 2020 and I think that was just the the beginning of it and no one no one envisioned that it's gonna like drag on for (laughs) this long (laughs) I know. I mean, that's the thing, like, we're lucky that, that we have, right, like, vaccines and medications being developed to treat COVID, um, because, like, for cats, it's been 60 years, and they still, like, die from this terrible coronavirus with a horrible death, and it's similar, and they only, some of them get really sick, mm. and some of them are fine, and you don't really know, we don't know why, because they're yeah. sort of nasty viruses, but, but I prefer to think about the gut microbiome, so how you know so how how's everything with animal biome and 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 your research and everything how's that been progressing so we're very excited because we're working on the manuscript for submission it won't probably happen this week but hopefully we'll be submitting by the end of next week the manuscript on the healthy cat microbiome Wow. so we have um you know collected i think for this study we used about 1600 samples from, from pet cats. Um, but we, for the whole company and for like including all the samples this year, we're at about 16,000 samples. Wow. And um, so we're starting to put um, papers together. So we started with like, what is, what is the healthy cat microbiome look like? And is there evidence that there is sort of a core of that group of bacteria that like most healthy cats have? And then, um, and then we're going to work on how is it different if um, if cats are sick? But for this first paper, we're looking at the core group of bacteria that found in most healthy cats. How does it vary with diet? Like if they're raw fed or if they get, if they get some kibble or they get wet and dry food. Um, and what we find is like, there's definitely differences, right? Between a raw fed cat and a cat that's fed a kibble or kibble and wet. Um, and the, the dry food has such a strong effect that we, um, we did some machine learning with this data and we found that we could identify if a cat received any dry food with greater than 96% accuracy. Wow. Uh, we, we also looked at the shelter environment and found that we could, we were initially looking at these shelter cat samples because, um, we, we got interested in looking at FIV status in cats and whether or not it affected the microbiome. And so we got samples from shelter cats, but then with FIV where they were doing the testing. Um, and then we got matched samples from cats in the same shelter that didn't test positive for FIV and we compared them. But then we found that like the shelter samples were so different from the house cats that we, we looked at that. So we could only sort of, I think, distinguish FIV positive cat from a negative with like 80 some, 82% accuracy, I think. But if we looked at 
which is is not bad, but it's not it's not you really want to be over ninety percent. Um, but we could distinguish uh, whether or not a cat is living in a shelter or in a house with more than ninety six percent accuracy as well. So another really massive effect. And then we sort of tested, well, is it because shelter cats might have undiagnosed health conditions because like the shelter staff don't have the whole history on these cats like we do with our pets. Um, so we looked at some of our data from cats that were just a little bit sick, um, you know, cause if they were really sick, they'd probably know. But, and we actually found that while it improved the classifier slightly, it was only like maybe 20% of the effect. So there's much, I think much larger effect of the stress of the shelter environment, maybe the, the kinds of food that they also are you know, being fed there too. Um, so yeah, there's a big effect of, of shelters, which means that you can't just study cats in shelters or cats in colonies and say that they're the same as cats living in homes. Mm, yeah, well, I mean, for, cause well, I do rescue work. So, you know, um, I've, I've seen cats in shelters and it's actually a really high stress kind of living environment for them because it's really people pack them in though they say they try not to but you know um, shelters usually have a they're restricted by a lot of limitations in terms of resources and funding um, so like in Singapore I think one of the reasons why I decided to be more of an independent rescuer versus say um, focusing on TNR trap neuter return manage um, where I just sterilize you know the, the colonies outside and I manage them um, holistically is because if if I put them into shelters it's almost like a death sentence in that sense um, most of the cats in shelters um, especially in Singapore here don't really get rehomed, you know, um, mm. because it's just too many, too many cats, you know, out there and too many adoption appeals, but unfortunately not enough adopters. So mm. I, I don't know, my, my limited experience is that usually when a cat goes into a shelter, um, they will usually end up just living there for the rest of their lives, unless there is a particular, um, you know, um, prospective adopter that is specifically looking to take out a cat from a shelter environment. Uh, most times it's really difficult. And because of funding, um, you know, diet isn't fantastic. It really is usually, um, you know, uh, budget, budget um, dry food most of the time. And sometimes the occasional mm -hmm. wet canned food as a treat, you know, because a lot of these uh, people who manage shelters, they, they really have huge hearts but not enough um, resources to you know okay. even even make space so I wouldn't be surprised when you look at your data that you know that the gut microbiome is is you know and the poop is like not so healthy in that sense yeah but I I really want to thank you for doing that because you know I've always felt that what your company does, Animal Biome, is very out in the front, frontier medicine or science for animals, because there's really like not that many, honestly, I don't know of any other scientists, you know, except you guys who are doing so much in trying to investigate, you know, um, the gut, you know, and the effects it has. And, you know, what you guys do for, for dogs and cats is, 
um, it, it means a lot to me, not just as a pet parent, as a, you know, as a rescuer, but I just, I just really salute you guys because it's not a, what's the word? Um, lucrative, popular, like cancer research in when it comes to like the sciency, you know, the industry of it all. You know, people always talk about cancer um, as, you know, uh, big farmer kind of stuff. Um, but what you guys do, really, you do it from the heart with such mission and purpose. I remember when I first met you uh, with our interview, you know, um, and I just was very moved, very, very touched by, by your sincerity, you know, and it just makes me so proud that I've been following you all this time and I've seen you guys grow and there's so much more awareness of animal biome now. I mean, like when I have like my doctors talk to me about, oh, like, oh, their cat or their dog, the gut's not doing very well. And then we try to work it out, you know, locally. And then I said, well, if you have the budget, I highly, highly recommend Animal Biome, you know. Um, and if you, yeah, so I was sort of like, if you have the budget, do the testing, you know, um, it will contribute. If not, at least try their poop pills because, you know, like to this day, I tell everyone, your poop pills are like gold. You know, whenever I can, I will, I will just, you know, get some um, because they have made such a, a, a huge improvement, especially when I'm dealing with very sick animals and I can see the turn. I can see them actually improve and it's not on anything else I've done because everything else I've done has always been the same. Just adding your poop pills is like magic, you know, and a lot of people are always just really like, I had one adopter, she said to me, she, she bought the poop pills and within like uh, a couple of days, the, the diarrhea resolved and she was shocked because she's been going to the vet, you know, like over and over again. And, you know, the vet always, um, they, they, they usually prescribe the standard of care for, for diarrhea, you know, and, and as we know, it destroys the, the gut microbiome normally. Um, so when she did that, she was so like shocked, you know, <laughs> I said, yep, I know it's, it's magic. These little things, they're magic, you know? Um, so yeah, thank you because you have actually helped quite a few of my adopters and pet parents that I know, um, in Singapore, um, because they've actually bought your product, you know, um, and they've given feedback as well that, you know, they, they're happy, <laughs> They're really happy. So thank you. Oh, that's so nice to hear. I mean, it's uh, I would say that, you know, probably we wouldn't still exist if those pills didn't work so well, right? Like it's just, it's a, it's a weird thing to do, but, um, but it's necessary. And some of the reason it's necessary is because of all the antibiotics, right? That the pets get, or sometimes they just didn't get the right thing for mom. Mm. And right, standard veterinary medicine at this point isn't including this, but it's growing. Mm. We're starting to get more, more veterinarians on board. And I hope that they start to use alternatives that support the native gut bacteria more than just throwing antibiotics and things. But I think they have, it's a big change and um, people like aren't happy if they go to the doctor and they don't get antibiotics. You know, maybe people are starting to realize that that's hard on the gut and that there might be other approaches that are better, but it's still kind of a, I think it's going to take a while. Um, I have a question because you said, you know, when you get um, the test and you look at, at um, 
you know, like be it dogs or cats, and you were looking at cats and looking at, you can sort of see the difference in the microbiome based on the diet. Is it really that obvious? Yes. Yeah, it's really, I mean, it's quite remarkable. I mean, so, you know, it's hard to know exactly what to think of it because we need long-term research, right? So the, the, the pet food companies who have invested so much in, in dry diets would argue that their diets are really healthy. And, you know, they do do a lot of research. So I don't want to say like um, that they don't have really smart people who, are tr- who really care about pets. Um, they do. What we don't know is like, long-term, which diet is the most, most healthful that will contribute to sort of best health and longevity. And to, to really get at that, we need to do like 15, 20 year studies, right? Where we follow kittens and puppies all the way through their lives and do it in a way where we can really, you know, test outcomes. And I think that's, I mean, it seems like a long time, but when you, it's, you know, five times faster than doing it with people. And it would probably help us to better understand how diet affects our own longevity and health to do this with pets. But um, getting funny for that is is, is challenging. Um, but there are a few longevity studies that have, have launched and we're working with uh, the Morris Animal Foundation on their golden retriever lifetime study and getting to work at, with some of the samples that they've collected over the past like 12 years. And so that's going to be sort of exciting data that we'll be looking into in, in 2021. We've got the first, I think, 200 samples. Um, yeah, so diet um, definitely has this large effect. And um, I mean, it's interesting because I think they put some really good fibers in the dry diets. And so I think that it could be that we want to have some of those fibers available, even if you're feeding a fresh or a raw diet, like, like we feed our own pets. Um, sometimes I do find the need to add in, you know, some, some fiber and it'd be nice to have different kinds, right? Because there's all these different plants out there mm-hmm. producing different fibers. And right now we rely a lot on things like inulin, which I find to be super helpful, but there are lots of fibers. And so we're hoping to have more of those available. We need some more nutritional um, advisors. So let me know if you, if you know anyone. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, the, um, the poop pills that you do, which I think are like, you know, like super miracle, magical nuggets there. Um, the, because you looked at the, the diet of, of, you know, the dogs and cats and how the diet affects the poop. So what, for your poop pills, I don't know whether you, you're able to, or able to share this, but um, the donors that, that provide the, the, the healthy samples, because obviously I, I know you screen them, you know, for, for bacteria and all that, but um, does it make a difference on what diet the donors are on? All of our donors are young and healthy enough that we haven't found a big donor effect. Like in the beginning, we were interested in whether or not um, there was like a super donor in the human the fecal transplant world, there was talk about like that maybe there are some individuals that are like a really amazing, like they found that like some people don't get HIV, right? Like that there could be like differences um, and maybe the microbiome could be like that as well. But um, we haven't really found evidence for that. I think some of it is that um, the microbiome among pets isn't as variable as it is among people. Like they don't have the same diversity of cultures and foods that we have, that we have. 
and um, and so it's I think a little bit easier for us to say like this is a healthy core microbiome, and so, and it also it's like just a little bit of material, right? It's not so. I view them as seeds, and it, and we know that all of our donors have representations of all of what the core groups that we think are associated with health. So while we do like to have donors that that are on a raw diet, we found it, and we do have some. It's hard for us to keep them in. They, um, they are likely for some reason to get like elevated levels of E. coli. Um, I think. Um, I don't know why, but so we sort of have to, we sort of really carefully monitor. And, and so I think that even if you're getting uh, material that's from a path that's fed as a premium conventional diet, it's still got the right seeds. And if, and then you can support pulling out the things that, um, you know, are associated with a raw diet by offering a raw or fresh diet. A lot of it too is related to protein content as well. And so we always recommend that even if they're on like a um, kibble wet combination diet, that we don't really have any dry only um, fed donors um, that they, that we make sure the protein content is higher because we're not totally sure if the effect of the raw diet is due to being raw or is it due to being higher protein. And that's studies that really need to still happen. You have a lot of work ahead of you because you have <laughs> so many studies to do. Um, I know, right? You know, but that makes it really exciting because you're just so young and you know you, you have so much energy. Your company, you know, and a lot of passion. So I believe that all these studies you're going to get there. You know, we just need time because, holy cow, how old is Animal Biome now? It's we just turned five. Yeah, five. So. You know, it's like the amount of work you've generated, and you know the data that's now slowly coming in over the last five years. You know, it's it's really amazing. You know, it's really exciting. I you know I feel excited, and I'm not even a scientist, right? But um, yeah, I just I love your company so much. It's like seriously you know like i said i wish i there are times when i do wish i lived i lived in the us and i lived near you you know <laughs> that 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 would be wonderful cuz i i would like you know give you my dog to to experiment on <laughs> you know and 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 just see what you know what comes out of it um but yeah i think yeah five years you guys have really come a long way I mean, like seriously, I remember your original packaging, and the last time when I ordered the 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 recent packaging, you know, it's 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 so different in that sense, you know. And I can see, like, whoa, you know, I feel so proud because like I'm journeying with you guys, you know. Um, the I, other, thing, I know, I've just been. Oh, go ahead. No, the other thing I I noticed on your website because you now you've introduced um, not just poop pills now. You 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 do more like supportive stuff. Maybe you can share as well. Yeah. So I mean, some of this I learned from sort of some Facebook groups, and but like from the beginning, um, that we so we started right with a pilot study, and we did the poo pills, and then you know we found that sometimes like it's it's hard to do uh, the the poo pills if your cat or dog is having chronic diarrhea, right? Because you're sort of worried about things being aggravated. Plus. It's all inflamed. I feel like it's hard for the, the the good bugs to colonize when things are all in distress inside. So one of the products that we've recommended for years um, 
that I found out through sort of the IBD cat community was um, Espelardii. So using Espelardii, using some powder, like some inulin, um, those were things that people had found helpful. And so for years, we've been like sending people to Amazon, buy some whatever we can find. Also, um, Pre4 Pro, it's a bacteriophage cocktail that combats E. coli. They're, they're E. coli that are sort of more problematic in people. Um, so we have we have two products on the, on the website right now. So one of them we call the Gut Maintenance Plus, and it contains Escalardii with, with moss, which is a good prebiotic fiber. Um, a little bit of inulin, although not sort of like a substantial, like not really enough. It's just instead of having a filler, we put something that's beneficial in there. And then it has the Pre4 Pro bacteriophage cocktail all together. Um, and we have it sort of in small capsules, but uh, they're not maybe as small as what cat people would like. So it can be just opened up if you need to for the GMP. But for, um, we have a new one that we just launched. It's Espelardii with, FOS, FOS, and it's it's just a scoop and you scoop it onto the food. Um, both of these don't need to be in a, in a capsule. They can, they, they can pass through the stomach. So it's Esplardii with FOS. And then, um, and we also now have the, G, the Pre4 Pro separately. And so we'll be making that available soon. The Pre4 Pro, we just have to mix it in with something because it doesn't, it doesn't take up very much space. So we, it, it's uh, so that will be launching this this winter. Oh, you guys have been really busy. I mean, <laughs> I think what I like is that you know you started with your your main product, um, and your test kits and all that. And as you journeyed on, you know, you realized that oh, okay, the the pet parents they they need they encounter certain problems, and then you're trying to like okay, um, this is this is something that you need to you know um, provide. Um, to help, you know, help them achieve the ultimate goal of um, using the poop pills. Because you're right, because I've had some cases where um, their gut is just so bad and the diarrhea is so chronic that it actually takes um, small incremental steps to slowly, you know, um, house, prep, prep the gut in that sense before it's ready to actually fully utilize the benefits of, of the poop pill. You know, um, that, that has been, been some of my experience for certain cases as well. I remember when I first started buying from you guys, um, what's her name? Alex, is she still there? Yes, yes, she is. <laughs> yeah, so I remember Alex would, would email and, and she would um, give the recommendations that you were saying, you know, um, based on, you know, uh, research and you know just just knowing the community that's on the ground doing all these things so I actually um, took note so whenever I have um, these issues and with pet parents as well I would also give them these recommendations you know so yeah thank you and we know we know that they don't harm the native gut bacteria so and then they seem to help help the the poopy pills work better so that's why we try want to try and have things that are complementary as much as possible to supporting the native flora in the gut yeah no you guys I, I don't know to me you guys are like super superheroes you know really um yeah really uh you are still to date I think my favorite favorite company yeah animal biome because 
every time when when an animal is sick and I talk to them and you know I will say like well if you can maybe you want to think about instead of you keep using the the steroids and the antibiotics that the the vet's giving you and you keep getting worse and worse same results in that sense is you know not improving I'll say like you know consider animal biome because and I'll tell them like look the amount of money you've already spent on the vet bill <laughs> I think I think it's worth you know that amount just going going and and ordering it online to get it um to to singapore and many people are very surprised that you do ship you know they're like yeah yeah they ship you know it's 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 easy it's um one of the things i like is that you know you guys come in a very nice bottle and i can just pop it in my fridge though sometimes i do have to look carefully where I put certain things so that I don't mix it with, with, with my human stuff. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so it's like, yeah. I remember I asked you this question um, the first time. What, what would happen if I was to take a, um, one of your poop pills? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't done it myself. I, I suspect a few people have, but um, don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> But uh, I did want to tell you, though, that we um, one thing that's new is that this past year um, we got some investment and we're using it to build a new lab where we're going to isolate these good bacteria from cats and dogs so that we can make what we call like the next generation of probiotics or probiotics. Oh. Yeah. And that will make them so that we, we don't have to have donors and we will it'll make it um, easier for us to manufacture them and to and to make them more affordable for everybody. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Oh, my hair's Oh, it's so anymore. cool. We're going to use a name. We're going to use a name new bugs. It's going to be really cool. You're going to have poop baby parties, like poop, I don't know what they call it, like baby showers, <laughs> or like poop showers. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think, yeah, a lot of people that I know locally, they think I'm a bit funny because I, I obsess over poop so much. You know, I love poop. And, you know, they, they sort of look at me funny and I always have to explain, like, the animal doesn't speak English. They can't tell you what's wrong with them. So the best, the best way to figure out if there's something wrong is you just have to look at their poop, you know, and, and to get an it's idea, true. you know. Um, so it's like, I just love, ah, you like, seriously, I know I keep saying this over and over, but I really love your poop pills. They... And, and you're telling me that you're going to have next generation ones. Um, I'm really excited, you know. How, how long do you think yeah, it take? And we're gonna, <laughs> oh, I mean, I think it's really going to take us a couple of years, probably. I mean, we are, um, we're hoping to have the, the cat one, something together by the end of 2021, but I, I would probably expect 2022. Okay. Hey, um, that's not bad but, already. But for cats and a little bit six months or so after that for dogs, we're doing cats first because cats <laughs> have been the hardest to keep supplied. And um, I do want to also mention there's a really exciting clinical trial going on at the University of Illinois Veterinary School where they're looking at, they're using the poop pill to, to, to treat cats and dogs with diabetes mellitus <sighs> and um, getting some very promising results. So super excited for those findings to come out um, probably later next year. But, um, and this researcher has already looked at FMT for like hemorrhagic gastroenteritis mm. already. And he's super bullish on that, especially for cats that it, 
he thinks it'll put him in remission, which is, would be so cool. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You're, you, you're literally making me really excited and my hair standing up right now on my arms because you know it what you're saying is music to my ears i'm just really excited for you i'm gonna every day i'm just gonna say a lot of prayers and send a lot of good energy and vibes to uh, to you guys over here because yeah no superheroes like i said you, you're on the frontier of medicine for for animals is is amazing i remember when we did the interview you were talking about in your ideal world you you would love to make um, okay, I can't get the phrase right, but like specific cocktails you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> That's the idea is like, so there'll be cocktails for different conditions. And so mm-hmm. we can really sort of tailor them. I mean, of course, we're starting with sort of the, the, the chronic diarrhea cases because that's where we started. And that's what's, you know, so foundational, right? If you're, nothing else is going to be good if you're having that. Um, but there's, you know, a whole range of, of, of other problems that the gut can probably help with. I mean, even, you know, neurological conditions are, there's like a lot of work in humans looking at that skin, of course, is a big problem for pets. Mm. And, um, and then sort of the, the metabolic disorders, obesity, diabetes, um, these are things that even though they, diabetes may not be like super common in pets. I had my cat, died from complications from diabetes and I know how hard that is Mm. how about cancer yeah so that's what we're doing with the golden retriever lifetime study is these golden retrievers who are like the sweetest dogs in the world like they a lot of them started dying in the U.S. um, relatively young from some really bad cancers and so that's what we're trying to look at with those samples is they have, we have fecal samples from across the lifetime of, dot, of these golden retrievers. Um, a lot of them got like um, yeah, various cancers, but we're sort of focusing on some of the most prevalent ones and trying to see if we could identify if there's a signal in the microbiome of, of those conditions before they like, and if so, how early in their life was that signal there? And what's great with the Morris Animal Foundation is that we're able to match like golden retrievers of the same age who didn't get cancer with those that did to see if, um, if we could find any of these differences. You've been really, really busy, haven't you? <laughs> I um, have a lot of dreams, and, uh, but I'm grateful to have a wonderful team of people now helping, helping us to realize some of them. I know. I love your team. I mean, like, honestly, if one day I ever make, if I'm ever able to, to leave this country and travel in peace to the U.S., I, you are one of the people that I actually want to meet in person. Um, that's, that's my ultimate dream, like my, my bucket list if I ever get to the U.S. Um, I definitely want to visit you guys, you know, because um, the impact, the, the, you have made such a, a huge impact in how I, I take care of my animals, how I help them, especially when it comes to sick animals, especially, you know, um, even when I, you know, uh, can't, I don't have the budget to buy it, but I always tell, I always tell pet parents, you know, I like, and I would tell all the rest of like, if you can, you should invest and at least get one bottle to try. You know, 
I always tell them that because I said, you know, it's like it's made such a huge difference. Um, being able to to see, you know, um, the turnaround because I've had cats with um, after surgery, you know, um, even like full mouth dental extraction and the medicine. Uh, one cat was just really allergic to it, but when we gave the poop pill, um, it's like this you know all the the skin lesions disappeared because that was the side effect of of the medication you know and and things like that and then the 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 cat actually was interested in food again which is so important because if they don't eat you know you can forget about it but um yeah you you guys have done such an amazing thing so i'm really looking forward to to whatever all your dreams will come true definitely Definitely. So excited for you. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. That's so nice to hear. Well, I would, I would really love to come in and meet you as well and, um, and have some of that amazing Singaporean food (laughs) we hear so much about the best in the world. I look forward to sort of post pandemic when we can all travel again and not have to worry about, you know, all this. Yeah. But yeah. So thank you for making the time. I know you're a very busy lady um do take care of yourself because there's only one of you each of you on your animal bio team are very unique individuals you know so um please everyone take good care have, enjoy your holidays uh you know um don't just work i know work is very important but you've got to take time out and you know enjoy life because that's why you're doing everything it's so that you can enjoy the company of your animals okay <laughs> This is, this is true. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season and that you have a very happy new year. Wow. I'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you. And remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone.